Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everybody. Kip Harrich here with the Daily VRE Investing Podcast. We tell you in just a couple of minutes what happened in the market today. More importantly, tell you what's going to happen going forward using the VRE Investing Systems, our guide. And uh, if you heard Tyler's podcast yesterday, um, it perfectly, per- I mean perfectly summed up where we were in the markets. I think uh, the uh, investing gods in Wall Street must have listened to his podcast after the close yesterday because – what Tyler said in the call, fundamentals, technicals, sentiment, all the factors he lined out, all of our macro views going back many years, he laid out exactly where we are. Uh, the market listened to him. Dow Jones finished up 407 points today, closing at 28,807. We were up 1.5% across the board. Uh, S&P 500 up a big 48 points. NASDAQ was the leader, up 2.1%, up 195 points at 94.67. That's a new all-time high. Uh, again, the corona with Lyme virus, if you listen to the media, they'll get you worked up. They'll have people sell stocks. The, the, the fear mongers will come out. The permanent bears will come out. They live for this. Why do they live for it? Because it's their business to live for it. They build lists off of this. This is their marketing campaign. This is what they, they only make money in times of fear. And so they play it up. And, of course, that works for the media as well. How do they get paid? Advertising dollars. How do you get more advertising dollars? You scare people to death. So – Look, we, we've, we've, we've walked you through this for years. This is, this is what my mentors taught me. We try to pass this on to everybody else so you know the truth. The coronavirus virus, <laughs> in, inside of a month, no one's going to remember this. So that's just, that's just the way we saw it a week ago, and uh, we still obviously see it that way today. Um, today, and look, we saw, I'll tell you real quick, great day today. Internals were fantastic. Two and a half to one across the board. We've now had 39 straight days with positive 52-week highs. The low readings, uh, uh, new 52-week highs blew away. 52-week lows again today. Again, 39 straight days of, of, of positive readings there. And uh, a 10 of 11 S&P 500 sectors were higher on the day. Again, you know, the, the lows are in place. I mean, this, is, uh, this was a very short-lived overbought sell-off because we reached extreme overbought readings. And it wouldn't have mattered if it was the corona with, 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 uh, with Lyme virus or something else that they, they tried to scare us about. Bad things happen when the markets get that overbought. That's all gone now, right? Every, all these sentiment models are back to fearful or at least neutral. And uh, equity fund flows, of course, have disappeared. Now it's all back into bonds again. I mean, we're looking at lows that I, I don't even know we've ever seen before. It's that, it's that, it's that much of an extreme oversold level. So... Let me walk you through – we've had this conversation before, but we always love welcoming new people, so thank you for being here. We think this is a really important story to understand because most people do not understand it because you don't have the, the maybe the, the reference points, the frame of reference that I have having done this for so long. I'm going to walk you through it quickly. I'll try not to bore you, but I think it's important you understand you know, who you're listening to on the podcast and uh, maybe we can make a whole lot of money together. We'd love to have you, by the way, come and join us. We've got a new offer out now. Tyler did a new video for it. If you didn't get it, shoot us an email. We'll send it to you at vrainsider.com. Again, vrainsider.com. Uh, we're going to absolutely destroy the market this year. We've done it 15 out of 17 years. This year should be very special. Um, this, as we've said before many times, many, many times, Tesla is a microcosm of this bull market. And we saw it again today. Stock hit a high today of $968 a share. Uh, trading right now in the aftermarket, 901 My God, it's more than, it was of 127% in just the first month of this year, month and three days. 
uh, I mean, the tens of billions of dollars, the market cap has increased. And um, it's a, the reason, again, long the stock since 42, never recommended it. Biggest mistake of my investing career. Everybody, I, I won't even go into it because it's too painful to talk about. But, but yes, I've owned it since $42 a share. Should have recommended it. We've got the next one now, though. We've got the next Tesla now. And uh, we feel pretty, pretty confident about this, about what this stock is going to do. But anyway, this is a, a microcosm of what's about to happen in this bull market. We are entering the bull market of our lifetimes. How can I say that? Well, I lived through the last one, and I'm talking about the dot-com melt-up. And this is not that. This is not going to be uh, a bubble that, uh, that explodes and then leaves everybody homeless. You know, the NASDAQ dropped 75% after the uh, dot-bomb happened. This is not that. But let me walk you through real quick what my history is with this. Maybe give you a, a little more confidence in where I'm going to tell you at the end of this call about where we're headed and how soon we're going to get there because this is going to be a rocket ship of, of, a, of a bull market. Uh, the best that anybody alive or in our lifetimes, you won't see this again in my opinion. All the factors are coming together uh, almost perfectly to, to form this and along with the fact that there's so many haters of either Tesla or Musk or this market I mean, the perma bears are just relentless, right? They'll, that'll change. And when it does, that'll be one of our signals. Okay, it's time to sell. But that's years away. So first of all, got a Peter broker in 85. What a great time to become a broker. End of Reagan's last three years, second term. Stock market doubled inside of about three years. It was a great time to be a broker. And I had fantastic mentors. So because of their, their, their mentorship, uh, they taught me the importance of understanding the macro story. And there's make, make no mistake about this. Yes, the technicals are perfect, are, are important. If you're a day trader, there's nothing more important than technicals and, and price action. I fully concur with you on that. But most of us are not day traders. Matter of fact, I know about five day traders on one hand. I can count on them and make money. It's a tough, you got to have the right mindset. Most guys don't. More girls do. That's a different podcast for another time. But if you're a longer-term investor, right, even if you're an options investor, which is a two- to four-week holding period, to a macro investor where the medium to long-term is more important to you, these are the calls that I've made. This is all documented. Give you a little sense of who you're listening to. First of all, I left Wall Street at the end of 1999. Got my clients out of the market about six months before the top. Why did I do that? Well, 15 years was enough for me. And uh, had succeeded to the point that I could take a couple of years off. Very blessed in that regard. But I got my clients out of the market because my second mentor, Michael Metz at Oppenheimer, had me reread Extraordinary Popular Delusions and the Madness of Crowds. This was in early 99. And if you know that book, then you know where I'm going with this. I mean, it's all about bubbles and tulip mania, et cetera. And he was really kind of trying to teach me subtly here and tell me, look, read this book again because this is about to happen. So uh, long story short, got out of the market, got my clients out of the market, saved them between 20 and $30 million in losses they would have had. Uh, I left, uh, I, I, I came home, you know, I came home and, 
And uh, then I started the VRA in 2003. In our second newsletter, I recommended gold, pressure, gold, silver, and miners in 2003. Uh, that's when the bull market began. Uh, I wasn't at the very beginning, but I recommended gold at 375, I think it was, and silver at 495 an ounce. You know, gold, that's the, the gold went from there to $1,900 an ounce. Huge run. And uh, had people there. Then I, we, we got out of real estate, told people to sell real estate in, two, in 2006, about a year early there before the markets topped out. Then said sell stocks in 2008. We know what happened next. The financial crash happened. A two-year depression happened. And then in March of 2009, called the bottom within five minutes, had everybody coming back in and buying stocks. Uh, we, 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 we destroyed the market inside of six months. That was the best six-month period that we've had, uh, including recommending miners. And one, Ivanhoe Mines, it was up. We made 1,200%, 1,300% gains in, in, I think, inside of a year. I think it was 10 and a half months. So obviously, if you've been here, you know we, we're big Trump fans, predicted Trump would win. Uh, that happened. Predicted, wrote a book about it before it happened, and uh, then uh, said that the, the Dow would hit 25,000 inside his first two years. That happened. Dow was about 18.6 when he got elected. And uh, now, of course, our prediction has been for some, the same time is that the Dow will top 50,000 by the end of his second term. And I'm going to tell you that number is low. That number is going to be a lot low. So, how do I say that? Well, do the math. I mean, for the Dow to hit 50,000 in the next, we'll call it five years, right? Essentially five years. It only has to go up 14% a year. It doesn't even include dividends. So that's not, that's not ridiculous. I remember years where the markets would go up 30% a year, okay? So and we just had one of those, right? So that what we're saying now is this is – we're entering the bull market of bull markets. This is the beginning of the melt-up. Tesla – is the microcosm of what's coming. Why? Here's the biggest reason that's the case. We just got out of a 15-year nightmare, and um, 9-11, recession, WMDs that didn't exist, $7 trillion spent in the Middle East, 6,000-plus soldiers' lives lost, Americans only, 500,000 innocent people lost, lives lost in the Middle East. Nobody talks about that anymore. Um, thanks a lot, again, George Bush. And then... Uh, of course, as, as I said, the $7 trillion, uh, then we had the financial uh, crisis and the meltdown and, uh, what, $13 trillion in QE, uh, I'm sorry, $13 trillion in added debt, all the $4 trillion plus in QE, and uh, then we had Obama, Obamacare, the opioid crisis. That's the last 15 years. So we were, that's 2001 to 2015. So we were due for something really good. And that, that really good is called Trump, right? And, um, and so that, that's really, that's just been our view for a long time. We're not just saying this now. We've said this for three years. And, um, you know, call it a higher power or is, uh, what is my good friend? Uh, what did he call it? Uh, anyway, it's, it's, it's call it uh, meant to be, right? But that kept the public out of stocks. The public hated stocks because of the 15-year nightmare. And certainly the millennials did. Why? Look at millennials that had to go through their parents losing their businesses, losing their homes, having to sell all their stocks because they either crashed or they had to pay the bills. Then insur you know, insurance goes away. Isn't that, look, how, look at that cost every year. So <clears throat> you can understand why millennials hated the markets. But look, that's changing now. 
And Tesla is a, is a cog in that wheel, a big one. Why is that? Today we learned that Robinhood, which was the very first uh, free, no commission trading brokerage firm, millennials loved it, right? Tyler told us about it long ago. Everybody's opened Robinhood accounts, trading no commission. And we learned that yesterday, 12,000 people, mostly millennials, because that's their thing, Robinhood, 12,000 people opened Robinhood accounts and their very first trade was to buy Tesla. 12,000 people opened accounts at one brokerage firm so they could buy Tesla. People are falling back in love with stocks. This is how the public begins to come back in. Folks, this is 1997, which I remember really well. The next three years were insane. But this will be better than that. As the public comes back in, this is not a bull market built on air. This bull market has an unbelievably solid foundation. Yes, you can complain about the Federal Reserve. Yes, you can complain about funny money. I get all that, all the debt. I get all that. I get all that. We all get all that. But you're not a contrarian if you're saying those things because that's what the majority is saying. You're only a contrarian if you're saying those things don't matter and this market's going much higher because almost no one's saying that. So, you know, we're big contrarians here. And we're really big on sentiment. So as, as the public comes back in love with the market, what will they do? Well, you're going to see all of this happen right before your eyes. I'll give you a quick replay of, two, of 1997 to 2000. People start quitting their jobs to day trade. That's coming. People start taking home equity loans out of their mortgage to put in the stock market. That's coming. You'll get into your car and your Uber driver, your taxi driver, your Lyft driver will start telling you what the hot stock tip of the day is. That's coming. All of these things are the evolution, kind of the psychology of the bull market that we're entering now. But again, this is not a bull market based on air. It's not a bull market based on 500 to 1 PE multiples, if that, right? 500 to nothing revenue uh, models, companies that would be out of business. 90% of the dot-com companies went out of business, 90%. That's not happening this time. These are real companies. Now, we'll get there, but, but, but we'll get there. We'll get to the point that there'll be, a, there'll be companies that have anything, you know, dot, <laughs> dot ESV after, you know, instead of dot com. You know, there'll be a new, you'll see a number of new hot areas develop, um, maybe dot AI, you know, where, where these stocks defy gravity, like truly. Like, like they make, they'll make Tesla look like a joke. That's coming, but we're not, we're just in the, in the beginning stages of this bull market. This is the bull market of our lifetime. That's why when you see, you know, craziness like the coronavirus Lyme virus sell off, you know, you have to just hold your nose and buy because this market's headed so much higher. I'll leave with this. Nobody knows what the market's going to do. Anything could happen. We're just telling you what our views are based on my career, based on the things that Tyler and I talk about day in, day out. But if this bull market does what I believe it's going to do, I mean, 70,000, 80,000 Dow Jones in the next five years could be 100,000 Dow Jones in the next five years. I can show you on paper how that's not just possible, but maybe probable, as <laughs> crazy as that sounds. And a whole generation of people coming back and falling in love with the market at the perfect time. Okay? Because it's not just Trump's first two terms. Who's going to follow Trump? So 
a couple of decades of peace and prosperity, is that too much to ask? Right after the last 15-year nightmare we've had? That's what we think we're headed into. It's a very special time. And uh, hey, again, we'd love to have you come join us. This is our message. It's what we believe in based on work, based on experience, uh, based on uh, what we think is really just common sense, to tell you the truth. Uh, Folks, thank you for your time today. Hope you have a great night. We'll see you back here again tomorrow as we close. Again, come join us at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. Have a great night.